Welcome back to another episode of Be In Demand. And today we are going to be talking about dancing with your demons. I am bringing on a good friend of mine, Gail Craft, and we talk about these demons instead of stuffing them down, ignoring them, or making them your friends. We're talking about dancing getting curious with them. You are going to love this episode. So grab pen, paper, and let's get to it. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Well, welcome back, my listeners. And this is Gail Craft. And we have been chatting beforehand. And I was just like, we're just going to hit record. And just we're just kind of like going with the flow. And we've got a couple of topics that we are going to talk about. Gail, just kind of say hi. And let's just dive right into this talk about Dancing with our demons. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Lorianne. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. We're going to have such a good time. So dancing with our demons. I'm just going to let you um, explain that first. Okay. So um, so I'll explain why we're talking about dancing with your demons. And that's, you know, I, I have to be honest and, and true with all of you. Um, I was in a group call and there was a coach there and she talked about how she calls what she does dancing with her demons. And I like that term. So I wrote it down. And then she talked about literally pushing her emotions down and really? getting away from yes getting in front of it getting by right and i'm like all right so i'm on mute and i'm not going to say anything so she finished her spiel and i had to say well when i think of dancing with my demons i think of embracing the dark side i think of facing what that feeling is that i'm i'm experiencing and i think of being curious about what is it that you're trying to tell me? I don't try to get ahead of it. I don't try to push it down. I don't try to get it behind me because guess what? If you don't understand it, it's going to come back. Well, exactly. I mean, you can't push something away like the direct, you know, there's always, you know, this is like Newton's laws, you know, like there's always an exact reaction to every action. So if you push something away, it's going to come back. I mean, this is the whole thing about, about like traumas, you know, that's like a very hot topic right now. I mean, there's trauma that's building up in people. So what do you do? Oh, yes. I'm going to stuff it down a little more so that I can, you know, add some more shit to that and push that (laughs) down a little more. Like eventually it just explodes. But what if you just had a dance with your demons a yes. dance with these emotions every day. Oh, I love it. So first of all, you know that I love to dance. And I mean, lead and follow type of mm-hmm. dancing um, and creative dance, not one that is structured, which means that both the lead and the partner have to pay attention. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, number one, what happens when you're dancing with somebody is that you're like, Okay, big boy, what are you going to do? Right? 
and the the, yeah. the lead is like, oh crap, what am I gonna do? <laughs> right, right. Okay, so the music is on and the music is moving me. Okay, so I'm going to start to move her, and you're there saying, oh, this is what you want me to do. Okay, I'm coming. Right, but mm-hmm. you hold back for a moment to observe. So when you're dancing with your demon, you want to hold back just for a moment and observe what is really going on here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Am I reacting to the moment or am I reacting to a memory? Probably a memory. Probably a memory, which is sparked by the moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And if I'm reacting to the memory, I'm going to let the moment go aside Right, because you, we'll talk about triggers in a second. Let the moment go aside. And I'm going to dance with you. I'm going to say, what is it that you're trying to say to me? What's mm-hmm. the message going on here? What is it that I need to learn? What do I need to understand? Right, all of those questions, get curious, yeah. right? And ask, you know, was it Einstein who said, Give me an hour to solve a problem and I'll ask questions for 55 minutes. Oh, I haven't heard that. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. So for 55 minutes, ask, try that. And I, and I just want, I, I just want to say to the people who are listening to this, like if when you ask a question, because this is the same thing with like with speaking, like public speaking, which, you know, like I'm all about, you can't just ask a question and then ask your next question and ask your next question. So ask a question and pause. Like, I mean, I've talked about the the power of pausing, you know, before in like presentations, but the same thing when, when you're dancing with your demons and that you take that pause moment to like, before you enter into the dance, like, Hey, why are you here? Right. And just, and pause Make the space for to hear the answer. And I love that. Make the space to hear the answer. So um, I'm working on a training that Lori Ann is going to help me beta test. I'm so excited for this. Right? I'm, I'm like halfway through putting the meat on the bones. And um, one of the exercises in one of the modules is very similar to what we're talking about. What it says it says is, you know, we're going to pick a an example of the topic we're covering. And it's kind of like the five whys. So, so what is it that you're trying to tell me? Well, I'm trying to tell you that, you know, this kind of situation is not acceptable. Okay. Okay. So tell me why is the situation not acceptable? It's not acceptable because it's not in alignment with your values. It's not in alignment with my values. Interesting. What values are we talking about? Right? And we're just getting, like, we're going deeper. We're going underneath. Yeah. But again, like, we made space for the answer. Right. Because otherwise... Why are you here? What are you here to tell me? I mean, like, there's no golden pill <laughs> or like, or, or, or even better yet, there's no like, here's one sentence. Like we think about like all the questions that, that, that you're just explaining that you answer, that you ask. And then at the very end, like there's going to be this one sentence. If you asked like all of these questions and then you only heard that last answer, 
you'd be confused. You would be confused. Because then it'd be like, what does that have to do with right now? And if you ask yourself for 55 minutes questions that way, Mm -hmm. if the last question you say, what problem did you pretend you were having? You won't remember the problem. Say that again. What question? What problem? I love quantum linguistics. What problem were you pretending to be having? Wow. Yes. Because you won't remember. You will have dissolved it. Right. Now you have the now situation. Remember I said, put that aside because we're dealing with, you know, what I call the folders from the past, right? Mm -hmm. So now you bring the present. So what really just happened in this present moment probably had nothing to do with what you just unpacked. Right. Right. And this is the beauty of our subconscious mind, not knowing fact from fiction, Yes. not knowing like, is this really happening right now? Or is this a memory? Oh, and let me tell you something. (laughs) Yes. Nothing is real. Nothing. Well, no kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's all a projection. It's all a projection. It's all projection. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I I don't know if you've heard of the A Course in Miracles. Yes. Okay. I've never uh, done it though. Oh, I've not been able to go through the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like a lot of work, but I've gone through key elements of it. Right. And I've written my empowering questions actually address some of them Mm -hmm. later on in that book. And um, one of my favorite exercises is to walk outside and look at everything and say, that's not real. That's not real. And that's not real. And let me explain why, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you might you might have to. Right. I mean, right. I, I mean it is, well, but it isn't. Yeah, right? it yeah. is. But all it my isn't. listeners, there's definitely a woo woo side to me. Right. There's a <laughs> right. 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 So the, so everything is energy. And here's why you all took science and in science. You talked about atoms and how the the thickness and the heaviness of an item is dependent on the density and the construction of the atoms. And I know when I took science, I'm like, sure, I understand water and then it becomes steam and then it becomes, you know, clouds. Okay. So I understand that. I understand that the table, but I never understood that I am also energy Mm -hmm. until I started getting curious about who am I? Yeah. If I am energy, then what is energy? And if you check with quantum physics, Energy is 99% space. Mm. So I'm just space. Okay. Right? With, you know, some atoms, but there's more space than atoms. And so if I look at a tree, it's really just atoms with a lot of space there. Right? You Mm -hmm. start looking at things differently. When I did that exercise, yes, I I went down a real woo-woo trip in those days. Um, I was driving from San Diego to LA um, a couple of times a week, which is on a good day, two and a half hours on a bad day, six. Right. So, so, and as I was driving, it was a good day because I was moving. Right. I saw the road 
moving underneath me, not me driving over the road. Mm, Because I was looking at things differently. Yeah. So how's this, what's this got to do with dancing with your demons? Your demons are not real, Mm. right? They are a creation. What is real is this soul that's you and this soul that you, that's you wants to play and have fun. Okay, but let's go back to the demons. Yes. Aren't real. Right? That's hiding is, the, which, the, the, the soul, right? Which is true. I mean, because when you think about like what I might consider to be a demon, you might be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, like you know, and then the, like the third I love person, chaos. What do you mean chaos? I right. love, I create chaos. I can't stand chaos. You know, and then somebody <laughs> else is like, like I, I don't know what you, has a different word for chaos. Or like, right. I don't know what you're talking about, but I just like, I hate being overwhelmed. Right. Okay. Right. So our demons are also personal and we interpret them differently, like person to person. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So our demons aren't real so how the hell did they get here like why (laughs) oh i have a few a few different answers for that um they're they're here it's so universal law of of polarity let's go there Mm -hmm. because you started with universal laws let's go back universal law of polarity and again we all understand you can't have up without down you can't have left without right because it's relative Mm -hmm. right everything is relative and law of polarity so you can't have change if you're sitting comfortably right the the greatest invention of right is as a result of change because we have to because we have to think about that for a minute right yeah okay say say it again we have to be uncomfortable ego wants to be comfortable Mm -hmm. spirit wants change spirit wants to grow Spirits want something new. Ego wants comfort. They, you, ego wants to sit on the couch and flick the TV and bring me the chips. Uh-huh. Okay. And your soul, your spirit wants to, no, no, let's go outside. It's snowing. Let's play. Let's make angels. Right. So I, I have a question for you. So I just want to like pause for a sec. Does, and, and I get the ego wants to be comfortable and stay exactly the way things are, because like, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but our soul being, um, as you said, wants change. Does it want to get us back to, I want you to remember who you really yes. are. Yes. So that's why there's the constant change. Right. Okay. And who are we? Mm. So um, we are, so we, you've heard we are spirit. We are one. We are a piece of, if you take that to its logical conclusion, we are creators we are God. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And ego is saying, well, you know, you came into this third dimensional world and um, there's lots of comfort here. I, I want to be a sloth. Let me just be a sloth. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. okay to do that for a minute because <laughs> you want to experience that. And then you want to experience anti-sloth. Yeah. Not forever. Right. Right. It's like you can wallow in self-pity. I allow my clients and something traumatic happens. You can lick your wound for 30 seconds. Let's go. 
Okay, seriously. Yeah. Okay, you're done with the pity party. That's okay to feel sorry for yourself for a moment. But and then make a decision what to do about ever. Not forever. And we and, and everybody who's listening to this or watching this, I mean, we all know somebody who is still in that if only this, like that victim mentality. Oh, if, my ship will come in. Yeah. If this hadn't happened to me, right. my life would be right. 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 And um, and I used to hang out with these women who used to play the pity party one upmanship game. The pity party one upmanship <laughs> game. I know. I, like, right. I, like that's sort of a mouthful. And that's just not part of my life because I'm just not available for stuff like that anymore. No, but I know exactly what you mean. I would sit there in the morning before going into work it was the, during my corporate days in Boston and and I would be in shock because I would be observing because I wasn't into that game. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So this one is talking about how her husband just had a stroke. This one's husband. Oh no, mine is an, in ICU. You yeah, know, this one, oh, but I broke my arm trying to lift my husband. Right. And and then they the same thing with about their work, same thing about their children. They, right. And I'm like, how miserable can this get? <laughs> Any and once in a while it goes, any good, good, any good news? <laughs> you know, you just you brought up a memory for me when I was um in college and doing my internship, I did it at Leahy Clinic, just you know, just outside of Boston in Burlington. And the department that I was in, you know, and then, so I would eat lunch with these ladies. And actually, this even happened when I got a job there Um, and I would have lunch and they would just talk about like what they watched for for TV the night before, what they made for dinner. And I remember just being so like, like, I just like, this is like such nonsense. And I and I would say, is that all there is? (laughs) Yeah, but I I mean, I knew enough and I wasn't I wouldn't say awake then um but now it's just like just hearing you talk about it, it's like there was a reason that repelled me i didn't really know it at the time but i can tell you i did not hang around with that i was just like i'm not even available to the woman who managed the department was very overweight and they would take the elevator down one flight and back up one flight so i get the back up because maybe taking one flight of stairs was really hard on her knees but like, you know, like going down, like there's a little bit of gravity there. I mean, I was just, I would always be like, why are you like, let's just take the stairs. Right. Oh, but they were literally caretaking her. Oh, it's because, but again, like back, back to like, I would literally, I just, I'll go eat outside by myself. And so they embrace their demons in a different way. Right. They, okay, because they point. use the demons. So, so we all have archetypes and we all play roles. Yes. And, you know, the victim trilogy, you have a perpetrator, victim and then the hero. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's the trilogy. Right. And all three have to be present for the game to be played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't play the game with just, you know, you don't make the triangle with just two sides. Right. And so they're successful in finding their perpetrator and fishing out their savior, their hero. Okay. Right. And I, and I have clients that, that I will say, why do you want to be the hero today? Can you say no? Hmm. Can you say, find someone else? Can you say, I'm not buying into that conversation today? 
so these ladies in this in this department that I was working in, so like this was their norm. So you're saying like they just kind of they nurture their they nurture their demon. They don't dance with their demon. And and they were all nurturing each other's demons because we are all a product of our environment. Also, right. when you spend like 40 hours with these people, you know, so you're just reinforcing right like for hours when you think about it oh my goodness right and then how terrible is my life and now i have to go home and face what i've just complained about for eight hours yes who wants to go home to that right 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 okay my goodness yes and so why do marriages fall apart because people spend the whole day brooding about something that happened at eight o'clock in the morning and then pounce on you at six o'clock at night. And then they're and talking like, about it all day. Yeah, or thinking about it and all growing day. it and growing it and growing. Yeah. That's not dancing with your demon. No. So dancing with your demon would be, oh, this didn't sit right with me. So let me take the moment of this not sitting right with me and taking a look at how I'm feeling and ask, why am I feeling that way? Why is a huge question. Why is this happening? What evidence do you have? Now, evidence is an interesting thing because everything is made up Mm -hmm. and you will create evidence to support what you think is your reality. Right. Right. So if you. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've always said, like since my 20s, that you can build a case in under a second. we won't go into this story, but there was a time that I did seek a lawyer and I went to this gentleman and I said, I'm not sure if I have a case. He goes, honey, everybody has a case. (laughs) I'm like, okay, you're the one I want. (laughs) Okay. Yes. So we can build a case for everything. Right. But if we instead put different shoes on. So I'm holding a conversation with Lorianne and I'm looking at the conversation from my own eyes. Mm -hmm. I have my stories, my beliefs and, and whatever coming to the table. What if I took a moment and I went, okay, how is Lorianne looking at this from her eyes? That's a different perspective, Mm -hmm. right? You listeners, how are the listeners from their eyes looking at this from all of their different perspectives. How many of you are out there? How many different perspectives? And what one person is going to pick up is different than what the other person is going to pick up on, right? It's all different. So that's how we create our reality, right? We create our belief systems and we create our demons, Mm -hmm. right? So demons aren't real. They are stories that have, you think of Aesop's fables, they have a purpose. Yeah. Right. So you can even say, okay, what's the fable? What's the moral of this, this story? I actually wrote that down um, on, on something that I was, might've even been the, the exercises that I was putting together for you. I don't know. I wrote down, what's the moral of the story, right? What is the moral of your story? You know what this is all reminding me of? Um, I've, you know, attended, several of Tony Robbins um, programs and in his UPW, which I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this have probably attended, you know, 
he asks people to look around the room and notice everything that's red. Then he tells them to close their eyes. And what's blue? You know, just what are you noticing? And so this kind of like ties into the case thing, you know, like that we can find evidence for everything. If you don't believe that you're a good speaker, you're going to come up with like, oh, there was this time, this time, this time, you know, like, um, like for myself, like I could be saying, well, I say ums a lot. I I stutter at times, you know, sometimes like, and I'm known for this (laughs) and I'll even tell audiences this, I make up my own words because I'm trying to say two different things at the same time. But again, like we can come up with all of these, this case, but I could then turn around and say, "No, no, no, I'm a fantastic speaker. And here and here and here and here. I've got lots of cases. Right. Right. And so if you want to change your story, you can write a list of evidence to prove your story wrong. Right. And you'll find the evidence because because the law of polarity tells you both are there. <laughs> So it's almost like we have to tell our audience, like, be the shrewd lawyer that says that is everyone has a case. Yeah, that is going to court. And you're both sides of the courtroom. Right. Right. And then and then put yourself in the position of be the judge. Right. Which one? Which side is going to win? <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't mean one is right and one is wrong. No, it doesn't. Right. That, that's a really important, important um, point for everybody to like really hear that. It doesn't mean that either one is right or wrong. Right. But which story, which case, which pile of evidence is going to best serve you and move you forward? What is going to align with your values and move you forward, right? Not hold you back. Now you can choose to hold, be held back. Those conversations we were talking about, those folks are very comfortable being uncomfortable and miserable. Now you can be comfortable with being uncomfortable and growing, mm-hmm. right? And, and again, that's, that's play, that's joy, that's excitement. I mean, that's the roller coaster ride, and your hands are up and you're screaming, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go. It's like your heart is palpitating and you made it. Yeah. Ooh, so much better than sitting with the cotton candy watching everyone else on the roller coaster. So once we're dancing with a demon and we ask all these curious questions about why they're there, what happens? the next time we dance with that demon? Well, that demon probably won't come back. And if it does, it's not as strong, right? So sometimes, I know for me, I had repeating patterns and I, and I would say, oh, I know you. I recognize you. <laughs> I recognize you. <laughs> I recognize you. So we're going to stop right now and we're going to have a conversation, right? We're going to stop and have a conversation. I'm not going to push you away and I'm not going to try and get past you because that doesn't resolve you. Right. Right. So I want to, when I dance with my demon, that demon becomes me. Does that make sense? 
say it again because for, <laughs> again, for the people in the back, <laughs> people in the back of the room, I'm going to say when you dance with that demon, the demon becomes you. Of you. Right. So mine okay. becomes me. I, and, yeah. So explain that a little more. Right. And here's why because I recognize the purpose of the demon and how that purpose is to serve not my ego but my soul it's to serve your my soul, soul not right? the ego right right so ego wants to protect us and it, and it and it plays a very important role i'm not saying don't let ego take control well don't let ego take control let ego play its part did ego is, create the demon um Yes. Yes. And here's why, because it's taken the folder from, oh, when you were seven years old and you were on that bicycle, you fell down and you scraped your knee and you had to go to the hospital and now your knee is out of place. So don't get on that motorcycle. Mm -hmm. There's danger on that motorcycle. Well, yes, there's danger on the motorcycle, but not like there was on, on the bicycle, probably safer. Right. And whoa, so much more fun. <laughs> and so for everybody who's listening, who's, who's probably like, I need a, we're, we're just going to give, a, I'm going to give a, another example. That time that you were in the front of the class and you had to give your report that you wrote, because remember writing is so different than the way that we speak. And so you're just reading from your, your paper, your book report, we'll call it. You flubbed up on something. You didn't practice it. There might be a part, there might've even been a word that like mom or dad like slipped in there and like, you're just like, I don't even know what this word is. And like, and then maybe the class laughed at you. So there's that folder that we're now taking with us into our adult life. And like, we've got this burning desire to have a beautiful coaching business and get our message out there and help more people. But that demon that you don't even realize is there keeps holding you back. You're just like, I know I need to like do some video. I know I need to put myself out there. I know I need to get visible, you know, get on a podcast, start a podcast, but you keep holding yourself back because you don't even realize this demon is right next to you saying, Mm-mm. remember they're going to laugh at you. Yeah. Second grade. Yeah, mm-hmm. people, laugh at you. people are going to laugh at you again. Right. And maybe they will. <laughs> maybe they won't. Building the case, being that lawyer. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And have you spoken out a word ever since then? Probably not. Oh, but yes, you we are having a conversation. You've had conversations. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. You have spoken multiple Again, times and people didn't laugh at you. <laughs> right. So what's the difference? The difference is one practice and formulated and structured, the others from your heart. Right. And we are speaking all day long, but it's, it's so funny how we make it a big deal. Like I'm going to create this little video. I'm going to put it online. And so many people think like the entire world is going to see your 60 second clip. And the truth of the matter is barely six people will see (laughs) six people. Yeah. Like a tiny, tiny percent of the population in the world is actually going to see it. A small percentage of your followers is actually going to see it. Just that's just because of the way the algorithm works, but even, and 
that can actually work to your advantage. You're like, oh, I've got this 60s. I'll just put this out. Like barely anyone's going to see it. Like that's a great perspective to have. Barely anyone's going to see it. So I'll put right. it, I'm, maybe I'll go make another one. <laughs> so, so let me share you my Facebook live story. You've heard this one. Okay. So, so it's during our lockdown period. Right. And I'm like, so what am I going to do? You know, I hadn't yet decided to do a podcast. In fact, it wasn't even on my mind. It had been mentioned to me and I'm like, whatever. But, you know, um, I'm going to try this Facebook live thing just to practice. And mm-hmm. I will tell you, <laughs> I'd look back at those first ones. They were horrible. The, the subject matter was not, but I had no lighting. I had no background. Um, I, I mean, I literally got out of bed and went, oh, okay. You want me to talk about this? Okay. Click. And I would talk about whatever right out of bed. I think I might've even had my pajamas on sometimes, right? Because I wanted to get it out. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to practice being comfortable speaking to the white, what I call the little white dot on the computer. Mm-hmm. And here's what I would get from my clients who were photographers. Gail, here's where you can buy lighting. Here's what I use. Click, right? Okay. I had a coach that I was working with. He goes, Gail, you need a background. Take a look at mine in my podcast. Click, right? <laughs> right. Hey, let me talk, talk to you about ambient sound and mics. Here's where you can get one not too expensive. Click, right? So they liked my message. They wanted to support me in succeeding. Yes. yes. They, they were it wasn't criticism. Right. Yes. It wasn't criticism. It was, here's how to make it better. Yes. Yes. And that's how I took it. I'm like, oh, yeah. So I have all these lightings. Mm-hmm. I have, and I do have a background, you know, for, for when I don't have the virtual one up. Right. I have a camera. No, I'm not using the computer camera. And I have, I don't know if you can see it. No, you can't. I have a mic set up mm-hmm. with a buffer and, and all of that kind of stuff. Right. And I got this like one after another, after another. And the whole point was not for me to get equipment. The point was for me to be comfortable talking to the dot. <laughs> yes. I love referring people to go watch my very first Facebook live. And I talk about it all the time because as somebody who was used to speaking in front of large audiences. Right, me and too. all of a sudden you come online and I'm going to do a Facebook live. You know, it's just, it's different. Like my, the first time I, I recorded a podcast, I, I had to start over and over and over. And I was just like, and I wanted to give up, but I reminded myself, no, Lorianne, your podcast recording muscle is really weak. Right. So I tell people, go watch my very first Facebook live. You have to go to my business page. You have to scroll all the way down. You'll find it. But it is like this flat, like there's like no depth. I was no, just I'm very stiff. <laughs> <laughs> right. But because slowly. you're talking to plastic thing. There's no energy coming back to you. Right. And I, but it's a skill to speak to yourself or by yourself and to still have that energy. It's a skill. Right. And I didn't develop that skill until I was doing that. But if you didn't dance with your daemon. Exactly. Like you I, wouldn't have gone there. Right. I didn't even realize I was dancing with a demon, which was that I came out of my walk-in closet it was like, I'm not good at recording podcasts. And it was like, no, you just, that muscle is weak. So that's a really good point for people to understand that your dance doesn't have to be long. 
because that dance about my podcast was probably five seconds. Went back into the closet and then recorded my, my very first podcast. Done. Easy. Yep. yep. And they yep. just get better. Yes. Yes. And, and that's, if you don't try, um, I have a friend who her claim to fame, and I think she wrote a book about it is she spent a year, 365 days doing something every day that frightened her. And she wouldn't, right. She wouldn't pick and choose. She would wake up in the morning and say, well, what's, what am I afraid of today? Oh, I'm afraid to. And she would go and do it. That woman has interviewed people on the red carpet because she's like, well, why would they, why would they, well, you know, I'm going to call my coach. Hey, what do I have to do? Oh, you've got a phone number for me. Okay. She called, Hey, can I, can I on the red carpet? Yes. You'll let me. Great. And she says, I had a cell phone. Right. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to interview with a cell phone on the red carpet. Maybe I need a videographer. And so she talked to her coach and her coach said, don't ask permission. You call them with your videographer's information and say, Hey, be sure that he's on the lineup. And they'll be okay. And that's exactly what happened. And she interviewed and she was like, what the hell am I doing? Right. But she's like, no, I want to be out there. I want, I want to do this. I'm doing it live. And she did. I think we could all learn a lot from that. Right. She just woke up to set like, what am I afraid of today? How do I solve the problem? And she, she was just like, like, check, 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 not the, I don't know how to do that. So I'll find something else for today. No, she's like, who would help me? Who knows how? Yeah. To, right. Who would, who can help me do this? Right. Right. That's so important. Don't think that we are a social being. Don't do it alone. Don't ever do it alone. Don't do anything alone. No, no, never, sure. never, never, never. Right. I mean, we thrive on connection. That's why a lot of people had a hard time during our lockdown period because they couldn't get the energy this way, right? Um, Where for me, I had already been coaching for a decade this way. And so I had learned how to throw my energy and how to receive yours without having to be within proximity, right? Yeah, you're right. And I had a, because I'd been doing like master classes, you know, and I, you know, like I have a small membership um, in demand, the membership where like we would have what like, we would meet group, you know, so at least twice a month. So you're right. Like I had that training so that right. when it came down to like, we couldn't go places, like I would suggest to my sister, like, well, let's connect with family and let's just have like, let's have like a cocktail hour. Let's, right. let's, let's, let's let's plan a a happy hour. And I think when we did one of those, it was because we were getting our nephew, my nephew, my sister's son was joining us as a surprise. (laughs) That was, and so that was a lot of fun, but you're right. My dad and his wife, you know, they were like, like we had like the tops of their heads. (laughs) They just just weren't used to it. (laughs) So, and it's, I mean, we weren't all that great either, right? When we first started, I mean, I started just audio um, and, you know, remember WebEx, right? I think that's what I started with. WebEx, remember, remember teleconferences? (laughs) Right, teleconferences. Yes, I still keep getting messages from that, that I haven't used you. I've canceled you. Why are you still sending me emails? Right? (laughs) Right? 
But it's how I did work. It's we've all had different iterations of our business. That's what I tell people. Like, and it's not, and it, it's just like the iterations are because of the market changes, technology changes. I mean, just chaos in, happens. Chaos happens. Just embrace where you are. Right. Dance with the demon. Right. And and enjoy it. Right. Remember the what fear of the roller coaster. Yes. Right. It's it's just it's I want to use my word delicious. It's just so delicious when you do that. <laughs> but but I, I like the roller coaster um, analogy because the very first time that you like there's that anticipation as you're going up the hill and right. you crest. Like, what am I doing here? Am I out of my mind? Who the heck did I say yes to? Right. But if you did that same roller coaster again, you already have evidence that, oh, I survived. Yes. I survived. So I can do it again. Either that or I survived and I don't want to do it anymore. Right. And that's okay. So find another ride to go on. Right. Right. It doesn't have to be the roller coaster. It might be the, the ride of your choice, but it is a ride. It is a ride. I think of the things that I that I have overcome because sometimes I was too stupid to be afraid. I have to admit, I didn't know that, you know, I could fail. I didn't know that, right? And so ignorance is bliss, right? And the thing is, is when you're ignorant to the potential of failing, guess what? Your mindset is set on success. Yeah. And and you succeed. At least that's been my experience. The moment yeah. my mindset changed, I struggled. And I think back to the very first time that I spoke, that I raised my hand and I was, I spoke from just a place of service. Like it never occurred to me that I'm not a, I'm not a speaker. I can't do that. I was just like, okay, like I'll just get it. Like, I'm like, I saw other people do this. So I'm just like, all right, like I can do it. I think I was very ignorant to all of that also. And never even worried about what if somebody asked me a question that I can't answer? Cause I get that from clients all the time. What if somebody judges me? What if somebody makes fun of me? You know, what if somebody says like, you don't really know what you're talking about? Like none of that stuff like even occurred to me. Right. I just came from a place of service. So you're right. It's that, what's the mindset that you're coming from? Right. Look right. at that and, again. And that's part of the, the demon. And part of the dance with the demon is, is allowing it to show itself. Right. So it's, it's like putting a light on the shadow. Yeah. Right. It's like, I want to examine you. When you want to examine something, you get a magnifying glass, right? You might bring it into like a little laboratory, right? And you put over a Bunsen burner, right? What can you do to really break down and understand what's going on? And then what happens is that we get down to like almost like the basic elements. It's like, oh, this is that scary. That's the magic. Yeah, that is the magic. Yeah. Gail, this has been absolutely wonderful. I know that so many people are going to get so much out of this episode, and I'm sure you're going to, my audience, that you're going to need to listen to this again. (laughs) Um, Put this on on that saved list. But Gail, please share with my audience like where they can follow you, find you, and keep learning from you. Sure. So if you want to just like hang out, 
um, on social media with me. I am on LinkedIn, Gail Craft, G-A-I-L-K-R-A-F-T. And I am also on Facebook, Gail Craft 77. But if you go to friend me and I don't know you, I will not accept you. So do give me a message that says this is where you saw me. Then I will bring you in. I don't just bring strangers in anymore so that I can be marketed to. Number two, the Empowering Process podcast. The Empowering Process podcast. It's out there. It's, you know, definitely a YouTube channel. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on all of the channels. Go out to your favorite channel. Listen, especially the one I did with Lorianne and um, like it, subscribe to it. Let me know what you think about it. Yes. And all of those links will be down on the show notes, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the audio podcast. So until next week, be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.